All right, Eleanor Conway, guys, Ted Jones World Podcast. Eleanor, all the way from the UK, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My headphones have just slipped off. Hang on. Hold, uh, can you hold me mic? Yeah. I'm, d- I'm double mic'd now. Eleanor has a one-hour stand-up special coming up at the stand. Talk dirty to me, I believe. Yes, and Eleanor will be doing the Ted Jones Comedy Show an hour before you debut it at the stand Basically, at I'm, 7 p.m. That's July. Correct. That, that's correct. That's, that's totally correct. I'm going to be sealing your audience and bringing them into mine, hopefully. All right, well, that's good. No, no, no. You're transferring them because you did the 7 p.m. and then you're transferring oh them Oh, my God. Now. You're so positive. I'm yes. so, like, negative. So, oh, my God. Eleanor walked into my bathroom and, guys, my sister got me these waterproof proof notes so like anytime you tear off one of those pieces they just stick to the wall i must have like 30 of them up just blank positivity anything positive i'm just throwing up there yes it's right, honestly no no affirmations, I, affirmations. Could, I, I just pictured you at like rubber duck ducking like washing under your armpits going i am strong i am beautiful <laughs> with like the stick yeah, 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 yeah. i am a good person so you were uh just in brooklyn looking at places so how long are you actually going to be here for? i'm here for a month but i haven't sorted out all my accommodation so yeah i'm homeless so if anyone needs a roommate hit you yeah up. yeah i mean by the time this podcast comes out you'll hopefully have a spot i'll be begging on the streets i'll be one of the subway performers <laughs> All right. Yeah, you'll, be like, doing, you'll be doing the hour on the subway as well. So if you yeah, guys don't yeah, want to pay yeah. for tickets at the stand, yeah. just catch Eleanor on the L train. So you're eight years sober today also. We saw that. Oh, Ted, I like Let's it. You love, you're Let's lovely and this. researched. Big fan of yes, your work. Great. I appreciate that. <laughs> so let's talk, talk about, I, I guess, way, coming to New York. I love the way you get embarrassed. You get, you get very, like, you just go, thank you, thank you. Well, it just, I'm trying to be modest and humble here that I did do my research before the episode. Uh, but let's talk about it. So uh, you and I initially met. You slid into my DMs asking if you could uh, be on a show. And obviously you have a great you know, resume. So we put you on a show and you were terrific. And now you're coming back July 5th, but you've been running this hour show over in UK. Yes. So I've been running, I got nominated for an award at the Brighton Fringe. And then I, you know, the hour show thing is slightly different from what you guys do over here. So we kind of get it. We traipse to Edinburgh Festival every year with a hour show, Uh, have a nervous breakdown. Do you think it's more of like a one woman show when you're doing it on the Fringe Festival? As compared to like just an hour of stand up, um, it's slightly different. Yeah, it's it is slightly different. It's a, it, it does have more of more structure than a stand up hour, for sure. How does it kind of look? Oh, we have to come and see it. That's true. But it's just loads of dick Touché. jokes, Ted. Yeah, thanks. It's okay. just me talking about my <laughs> just me talking about my pussy for fifty five <laughs> minutes. And the other five minutes is what somebody else warming up the crowd with dick jokes. Yeah, now yeah. we get into the vagina <laughs> jokes. So it's an hour special. Is yeah. that what you're calling it? A special? Yeah, it's an hour show. It's a solo show. It's like my fourth or fifth. Yeah. And you're looking forward to how many times are you doing it? Um, I'm just in New York? so I'm, I'm doing it twice in New York, the fifth and the seventh at the stand. Like I love the guys at the stand. Like they've sort of. Yeah, they're really great to me. I'm doing a few shows in like Boston and, and Manchester, New Hampshire and uh, Rhode Island. Yeah, so I'm doing it up there and then I'll come back to a couple of shows in New York and then go home and then do 25 shows in Edinburgh. Love it. How did you jump over the pond over here to the United States and when did you first do it? Well, it's only my second time to America. And the first time was, was when, when I met show. you? Yeah. No way. Yeah, so I snuck into all the good clubs in New York. That's went, amazing. Like so a, you finally decided it was time to like make a trip to the United States. Yeah, I got my visa approved during lockdown, you see, and it's been ticking away. So it's a very expensive visa, very difficult to get. And so I just thought, fuck it, let's just go over and have a look, see what the fuss is. 
And so, yeah, I've just been coming over like for a month at each time, just trying to, because it's a difficult city. New York's not an easy city, but it's great. And it's a six-month visa or a year-long visa? It's like visa? a three-year visa. Okay, great. So you have access to come to the United States kind of whenever you want. You can go back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it runs out pretty soon. Because obviously we, I got it at the start of COVID. Oh, did you know? But like, did you get it in March of 2020? Yeah, or? it was about that. Like, it, I, oh, I was literally yeah. like, I was just like, oh, fuck. Well, sod it. Just go, go with since, it. But since you already have one for three years, is it going to be easier to renew? I don't know. That's a, that's a question for my lawyer. Yeah, lich. <laughs> if you are here for three years... Then afterwards, if you're like working a bunch during those three years, I'm, I'm sure it, w- it would potentially yeah, be easier, I get, right? I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's my first time doing it. Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about your sobriety. Eight years sober. Yeah, it is. Was there like a certain moment where you were like, all right, I just don't want to d- be doing whatever you were doing, alcohol or drugs or anything in particular. Just doing was, like, all one of it, moment. Ted. Just all loved it. I love it all. I love it. Love, duh. No, I still love it. Uh-huh. But I just don't do it. Because I end up in danger. That, that was that was too that was dramatic. dramatic. We're clipping that. Because <laughs> I end up in danger. <laughs> Your middle name is Danger. They don't call me Eleanor Danger Conway for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so was there? But seriously, was there like a, oh, any moments or stuff? It was just it was just a calamity. To be honest, it was a diet. It was a diet that got me sober because I just they they wanted me to stop drinking and I could reduce the drinking, but I couldn't get rid of it. But I was perfect with the exercise, perfect with the workouts and all that. What kind of stuff are you eating? It was just like, you know, that clean. To be honest, it was a horrible diet. It was that, you know, when you kind of like you you use the spray to cook the chicken and you don't flavor it with anything other than spices. Yeah, it's it's like that kind of bland, shitty diet. It's very effective, but you can only do it for a certain amount of time. And I was working out and doing all the shit, and but I just couldn't stop drinking. And then I just and then I just bounced back and did a three day bender, and I was like, oh shit. But it was just it was just all the stuff that ran up to it. Like I look back now at my life before then, and it was completely unmanageable. Like you know, I, I'm I'm an addict. Like when I take a drink, I can't. I can't control myself. You just want more. I want to. Fu- I want to fucking smash it all in my mouth. And do you think that the drinking led to other drugs while you were drinking? I don't or know. No? Well, I don't know. I just went through periods. I mean, I love like cocaine's my favorite drug, drug of choice, or ecstasy. Yeah, I like all of those drugs. I like them all. Were you able to perform and? feel like yourself when you were on those though i wasn't doing stand-up then really i was just sort of pretending to do stand-up because i was too scared to do anything else i think when you're an addict you're too scared to do anything really truly authentically because you're scared of failure and rejection you want to control the outcome you make excuses but why do you think that's specific to addicts well i don't know but all i know is the mind of an addict because i hang around with a lot of people in recovery but like that kind of reality fake reality in your mind and you i don't know you try and convince yourself that oh no it's maybe not for me or you convince yourself that oh i am doing it enough yeah but fucking bullshit machine get me a few drinks i'm like oh my god we're gonna start up a business we're gonna take over the world i'm gonna be very successful but not willing to put any work in it because to put work in it would mean that i was following that vulnerable authentic self and that left me open to risk what if i'm not good enough what if i'm not good enough i'd be crushed but now I know that it's, success is not built like that. You don't just do one show and then you're on Netflix. You, it's, it's a series of, it's the journey, isn't it? It's the series of setbacks and it's about the small wins. You learn more from the failures. You know, it's, it's the up and down. 
And that's what recovery taught me. Recovery, getting sober is, it's just, it's not like even. I like extremes. I like 10 out of 10 and 0 out of 10. I don't like 5 out of 10 because it's boring and consistent. But that's what you need to do to proceed, right? To be successful is you need to be consistency. It's not about being the most talented. It's about being consistently there and turning up. And that's just a lesson I'd never known because I like, I like to be really fucked or really down. I don't like that 5 out of 10. And I, yeah. So eight years ago when you became sober, is that when your career started to really take off, you think? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I just started doing stand-up properly. Like before I was like hosting, there's nothing wrong with hosting, but I was hosting like game shows. I was just doing everything but being honest on stage. And then I, when I got sober, I wrote a show called Walk of Shame, which was about me running away with my drug dealer to Asia to, yeah, be in this very like extreme relationship. And um yeah, I wrote it and talked about all my demons and getting sober and it hit a nerve and then I ended up touring it around the world for about two years. So this is your second hour special that you're going to be touring? Uh, this one now, Talk Dirty to Me, I think it's like, well, I don't know, like sort of like the third or the fourth. I mean, last time I did Vaxxed and Waxed, which was like a greatest hits. Um, <laughs> a greatest hits of three shows. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, but now, yeah, it's like my third of, I don't know, fourth or fifth one now. So what was it like growing up in the UK, starting comedy? Um, I don't know really because I've got nothing to compare it to. But well, how often do you, were you like on stage when you were really trying to be on stage? Was it just like once a night or could it be like, like in New York, some comics are doing like four or five shows a night because they're bouncing from the Lower East Side up to Times Square, down to the West Village, yeah. back to Chelsea, stuff like that. Was that possible? A, no, no, not really. I mean, yes, there is. But I, I always think sometimes, sometimes stage time isn't always good. And I think, you know, choose the gigs that you do wisely choose the shows that you do right and just work on the craft just because you're on i mean you what yeah i mean fuck i don't know i'm not one to, i don't really know to be honest the answer but it is i mean that new york and london are quite the same but i've always been like our shows our shows our shows and so what i'll do is i'll have an idea for a show plot out the narrative and then break it all down and then kind of like do break it down into segments of 10 minutes and then then rehearse that on stage and then put it all together do previews which we call like hour long they're like run throughs of your hour show the culture's slightly different in the uk so in that people are going to a show and kind of expecting it to be just that specific person for the whole night yeah if it's an edinburgh show there is that culture of edinburgh festival which is like which we don't have here yeah like we had uh anthony devito come on the podcast he did an hour show i saw it my dad isn't uh danny devito it was an amazing show one man show an hour basically talking about his life and then his process through his father, his mother, and he's doing it in Edinburgh. But like, besides that, I mean, you don't really see that in the, in the city. You don't see people doing our kind of shows like that. So yeah, it, it seems like it is a little bit foreign to the New York scene just because all comedy clubs in New York city, it's really like a showcase style. You know, you'll have yeah. the host, you'll have the six to 10 comics, whatever in the night, everybody does 15 minutes. Everybody's making X amount, whatever per show. And then people are kind of doing that. Like I said, four or five times a night, usually at those comics. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we do do, we do have that circuit in, in the UK, but it's like opener, middle headliner, um, and I think you get more money in the UK for that sort of circuit, but that's kind of a dying industry. Did you find that you had like a lot of people? It's a different, different skill set as well. You have a lot of people working with you in the UK that want to come to the United States as well. Is this kind of the hub? Like, were you thinking about coming over here for a long time? Uh, yeah, I've, like I've been really wanting to come over it. I believe firstly that my husband is here. Where are you? <laughs> he's, watching. he's watching. What's up, buddy? <laughs> 
Write into tedjonesworld at gmail.com. Hopefully, Eleanor will give us your full information, phone number, email as well. We'll see. What's I love up, the buddy? fact that you're being a matchmaker. I yes, really of course. Why not? Why not? Uh, yeah. Do you know what? It's diff- British people, it's difficult for us to get here legally. It's difficult visa to get. How long are you able to come here on vacation, though? If you oh, were I don't to know. Oh, a- do you know what? I'm too scared of the US government. I'm too scared of the US government. They sh- they fucking scared the shit out of me. I, 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 I even was honest on my visa. I was like, I did drugs. Oh. Yeah. And now they take me to a special room every time I come through customs. And I'm like, oh, why did I tell them that? <laughs> like, I, did, I did drugs oh, when I was man. 16. But you never <laughs> transported them. So like, you did not need to tell them that potentially. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. My sponsor like told me to be honest. Yeah, well, is your sponsor helping you with finding an apartment, or are you kind of no. on your own doing that? No. So you just have to go on like StreetEasy.com by yourself. No, or whatever I'm just, you're I'm using. Just, I'm just hustling. I'm hustling. I'm like every, everybody I meet. Like, can I stay at your flat? Uh-huh. You got anywhere I can stay? Do you know what I need to do? I need to get on Bumble. Yes, and find a rich man. Oh, there's loads of them here. But I and don't then also, you can initiate the conversation on Bumble too. So it's like full, there's no mm. pressure on you because you have to initiate yeah, it. Yeah, but like I'm, I'm, I've, I've initiated about three conversations on Bumble in the last few days. Uh-huh. Only one of them is ch- talking to me. How does he look? Is he cute? He's actually age appropriate. Okay. A bit of a zaddy. Is he coming to the show? No, he's asked, but I don't want people to come because I'm filthy. I don't. Well, want you to- do want people to come to the show. Maybe not your. Yeah, hus- <laughs> yeah. maybe not your potential husband maybe, at the moment. Maybe not Kyle, the CEO right. of like Kyle, CEO of like proper. He's got shit going on in his life. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, excuse me. Has anyone got a sofa to sleep on? He's going to be like, she is a cat. So, but you know what? I think that would that would actually be, I was talking to uh, Louisa on the last episode, a uh, girl who came on the podcast about yeah. how it would be kind of romantic if a guy came to one of your shows and was like, oh, come in, move in with me. That actually happened to be Brighton, but then he ghosted me. Where's Brighton? Brighton's on, <laughs> where is Brighton? Um, it's <laughs> I used on to the, have a map here. But now, this, now, now we just, we, Brighton is a lovely seaside town on the south coast of the UK. Lovely. Uh, but I was doing a fringe down there and uh, a, a guy from the Navy came and sort of chatted me up. I went on a couple of dates and he was supposed Navy. to... Yeah, in the Navy. He was really nice. And then he was supposed to come up and visit me. And then he ghosted me an hour before he was supposed to go. And I'm just like, for fuck's sake, gentlemen. When was this? <laughs> like a week or two ago. Oh, so he could potentially still come back into yeah, the Yeah, maybe. But like, fuck me. I need, I need you to turn up to the party yeah, with higher standards. Yeah. yeah, we need higher standards than this. Like ghosting me an hour before you're supposed to turn up for the weekend. <laughs> I also... No. I like the idea of Bumble, though. Do you? Are you I single, like you have a, I am. I am. But you have like a lot of power, it seems like, on Bumble. Just because, like, you're supposed to start the conversation. I think that's a gimmick. What other apps are you on? I'm on Field. Field? No way. There's an app called Field. Really? Yeah, it's a king cap. Field. Are you on Hinge? Yeah, but Download I never. I never. I never, I never get much action on Hinge. Are you one of those members? There's like a membership. I no. think that that's the thing. That's how they'll get you. They'll like not give you matches unless you sign up for the thing. Probably. I signed up to Hinge once and asked for a refund because it was like so expensive. How much is it? I can't remember, but it was it was like fifty quid. Probably like 75 bucks for something. <laughs> 50 quid. For like six months. Means. Okay, right, right, right. But so Bumble, you can get unlimited. Like I've actually signed up to the day thing because I've got specific stuff. Like I want a man that's not got kids, that doesn't want kids. Oh, okay. You pick the extra stuff. So you, you um, upgrade it. Yeah, sometimes. Bit. But like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, whatever. So you don't want kids. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That'd be cool. That's quite hard to find actually. Is your whole family from the UK? 
Yeah, my mum's French, though. I was born in New Brunswick, New Jersey, lived there for six weeks, and then I moved to Manhattan. Love I lived, it. lived here, and then I went to college, and you familiar with Connecticut? That, that, that it's a state? Yes. Yeah, so I went to University of Connecticut. I played tennis there. What, professionally? No, no well, was, in college, yes. Well, oh, what, you learn how to play tennis at college? No, they have, they have tennis teams in college, right. so I played competitively against other colleges. All right, cool. So in doing that, I was very serious about it. Yeah. Moved back to New York. You're a very intense person. Um, had a corporate job, worked in my dad's company for six and a half years. What was that? A uh, real estate company. So I was oh, like a property really? manager, making sure everything was Is this how you nice got this place? Yeah. Do you own this place? Basically, no, I don't. You rent I still, it? I rent here. Oh, nice. I rent here. Owning right now is just not the move. So anyway, I, I took ser- t- took tennis seriously. Yeah. Moved back, worked at my dad's company for six and a half years. And now I'm doing this full time podcast vlog and the comedy show. Love it. Big fan. Yeah. That's been great. How do you promote your show at the stand? Um, I need some tips. Well, I do. I've used Instagram ads a good amount. Like okay. every show I'll do, like I'll post like $4 per day for like six days. And that'll usually put you in front of like 10,000 eyes, 10,000 really? people. So I think from that, I get a good amount of traffic. Do you? And then Facebook in general, I have probably 2,000 friends on Facebook. So I'll invite everyone on that. Maybe out of those 2,000 friends, I'll get not it, not that many at all. But anyway, just like the New more York. eyes I get on it. Yeah, New York, meetup.com is a good one. Oh, yeah. Have you heard of that? Yes, I used to do that. So meetup.com. I think the Instagram is some of the best, though, because it'll like show up on people's, you know, when you're scrolling through the stories, it'll pop up like Eleanor yeah. Conway, talk dirty to me. And if you just pay like a few dollars a day for a week, it could get you, you know, some pretty good eyes on it. Just exposure from the ad. All right. I might do that. Yeah, you should do that. Oh, I'm going to do that. Thanks. Um, te- I text people, not every show sometimes because it'll get annoying. But like I will, I like I'm not shy about texting anyone. I'll text anyone in my phone. You can smell it? Yes. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, I have a, a while ago, though, like three the, hours ago. I can't believe the, you can smell it. Uh, mate, I'm, I can smell it like a fucking sniffer dog. <laughs> I'm <laughs> impressed. What's the first thing I was like, oh, someone's been smoking the weed. Yeah, it? yeah, I have. Late, like earlier, though. I don't smoke three hours before the podcast. That's my rule. That's Otherwise, I'll get like too slow. Okay. You it's know very specific, mean? three hours. Well, I think it's a it's a good amount of time. Yeah, fine. You know, two hours might be too much. And also, like, before I go on stage, I don't eat, like, usually an hour, an hour and a half before stage. Okay. Do you do, you do that? I like to no. eat before stage, and yeah. I like to get a little nap. I love a nap. Yeah, me love too. Love a good nap. Mm. So, uh, so, are you dating at the moment? Uh, no. Do you, no. when you, so what's, because I've not been on a date with an American man yet. Yeah. So do they pay for dinner? Could I? Could yes, I, could absolutely. I, could if I they use... ask you to dinner and they're not paying, that's that's messed up. They okay. should be paying if they're asking. Okay, you. Good, good. I reckon Kyle. He's fifty-one. He's probably he's paying. He's Come on, fucking CEO of mattress firm. He's paying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know which company he's the CEO of, but he wore a suit. Mattress and... firm's a good one. He wore a suit in his profile. Yeah, like he's a proper like finance bro. Okay. Not bro, but like a finance man. Yeah, finance bro man. man. <laughs> he's a love that. He's finance. CEO. Yeah, he's paying. For yeah, sure. he's totally paying. Do you think I should? let him know how poor i am no <laughs> i think i don't really think it matters i think like either way he's gonna pay for you and like you know help you out if you're like i don't have a place if you're like i don't have a place to stay for a week maybe he'll book you a week in like hotel tonight you familiar with hotel tonight no what's that it's a good app you just use on your phone and like it's usually for booty calls i think you just like go and scroll and see the cheapest hotel in the area for the night and it's usually like i don't want to say higher end hotels but like 
they're usually around like over a hundred dollars because they're but they're the last minute hotels okay i might do that you know what i mean so like at 8 p.m if you start searching for hotel rooms yeah. you know and you're looking to just crash for the night they'll be significantly cheaper than if you were to go on it what's Expedia it called hotel tonight hotel tonight it's an app i'm gonna iPhone. i'm gonna download that you should check it out yeah 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 but yeah, I don't think you need to tell them you're poor. What? I don't think you need That's to. You're also a successful comedian. What do you mean? No, but I'm you're still poor. poor. Like, is no, it, you're, you're life rich. Mindset does that, does, rich. Does that actually mean anything? Yes. Imagine so, if he's miserable. Are you miserable? No, I'm pretty happy. You I know just what want I mean? More, I want more money, though. Okay, but he probably wants to be... I don't want to, I don't want to talk for Kyle, okay? Maybe he's very happy. Yeah. But also, maybe he's not. Yeah, good point. Maybe I'm the free spirit that he's been looking for. I think you are. Yeah, maybe. All right, so I should hide that I'm poor. Just be like, ooh. First date, you're good. First date, he's covering. You don't need to worry about being poor on the first date. (laughs) And then after that, search in hotel tonight. Oh, this is a good idea. On the first date. He probably has his own flatmate. Or he has an extra for you. All right, fine. <laughs> or mate, okay, but if if you were like, oh, I have nowhere to stay, like you're searching on your phone Can at dinner, <laughs> at dinner, I'd be like, oh, I'm looking on hotel tonight. Stay with him a couple nights and then have him book yeah, a I week have, for you. I know, but then I have to tonight. then I have to definitely fuck him. Potentially, yeah. I mean, okay. if he pays for dinner I'm- and pays for your hotel tonight <laughs> for the week. No, he's he's got his own place, mate. Like Kyle no, is I know, wealthy. But, but I know, but you you might not want to stay there for a week. You might, just, you might I just want to need stay two for, days, and then I need seven. You, you need you need seven because you're going to be here an extra seven yeah, days yeah, in I've the got, city. I've, yeah, that's what I mean. You should pay for your hotel tonight. That extra seven. Okay, fair. You need somewhere to put your clothes, I feel, I've, your button downs, your the, shirts. Yeah, of course, got loads of them. <laughs> Have you got a washing machine? No. Oh, you are poor. I mean, See? you're not. <laughs> and I have to walk to my apartment too. And we don't have central air. What's that mean? Echo. So like if I were to, if I were to have a little beep, beep, beep thing on the wall that yeah, says 71, yeah. if I were to put it at 71, do you like, is that a cool, is that a temperature? Let's say potentially. I have no idea. I was You've supposed, got a different, oh yeah, I don't know, oh my random, God. They're random, they're random We can barely communicate. You're like 50 quid. I don't know what the shit that was. That's like 75 bucks. And then you were talking about the beach on you in the UK. Yeah. Because there's a Brighton Beach in Brooklyn. So is I was like, should talk about in Brooklyn? <laughs> <laughs> that place is a anyway, shit. there's a... Okay. Uh, I wish we can communicate here. Um, Ted, we can. What's 71 degrees in Celsius? Oh, I don't give Write a shit, Write in the Ted, comments. I don't care. Anyway, if there's 71 <laughs> on the thing... This and is why you're single. There. You're very boring. Go, go. <laughs> you're very... If this is your date chat... I mean, I'm not saying this would be your date chat. Yeah, I think this would be my day chat. My day chat, you know, we talk. Okay, this is how I do it. Yeah. I have like a bottle of whatever. Before the date, I go get a bottle of Pinot Grigio. I don't really drink. I don't. Okay. Every six weeks, whatever. Get a bottle of Pinot Grigio. And what's the other wine that the girls drink? That's another white Chardonnay. wine. Chardonnay. Yeah, Chardonnay and Pinot Grigio. I yeah. get two bottles, whatever. Oh my God. It's barefoot. How much, you know hang that? on, how much are you spending on each oh, bottle? Fourteen ninety nine tops. Because <laughs> that's like the high end of the market we're talking for. What kind of women are you fucking right? dating? What do you mean? How, how much should I be spending on the bottle? Chardonnay. I don't know. It's been I think eight years. Fourteen ninety nine is fine. Fine. Yeah, because inflation brought it up from nine ninety nine. Anyway, so I do that. I'd sit him right there. I'd be like, "Oh, I'm so rude. I didn't give you a tour of my full Hang apartment." On. Who's doing your first date at a man's flat? A man's apartment? Oh no, no, no. This is after we just had drinks. Okay. Close by. Oh, you have to check out my apartment. Close and by. I have like a- oh, you got me, baby. Come on, you're not going to get a serious relationship with this. What? I, I, but I. It's not that close by. 
whatever. It's like a, a mile away, something like that. You got to check out my apartment. It's like an apartment slash studio. <laughs> Boom. Go right here. I didn't give you the full tour. We go to my bedroom. Who's oh, this? I, it's my groceries. One second. Keep talking to them. Anyway, so I'm like, oh, I'll give the tour. We go to my bedroom. Bada bing, bada boom. Are you a, are you a generous lover, Ted? Of course. <laughs> I heard that American men like eat pussy for a long time. Yeah. Definitely. Thank you so much. Man. <laughs> I won't bore you guys with the unpacking of it. All right, good. good it's, it's vegan food. I'm vegan. I mean, I'm not surprised. I tell you what, I'm scared to eat meat here. I bought eggs the other day and it was like, no GMO, no hormones. I'm like, what the fuck are you putting in the other eggs? Like, we've just got sad eggs and happy eggs in London. Caged eggs and, and organic eggs, that's UK, it. UK, I feel like, really kind of has started the full plant-based movement. Like, even your ads on billboards, some of them would never be Have approved. Have you been to my country? In the city. I've been to London. Have you? When did you go? Um, 2013. Oh, that's ages ago. Yeah, so there wasn't really, How old wasn't really much action there. 33? 30. Oh. And a half. Cool. So you went, went oh, it was a long time, 19 or something. Yeah, something yeah. like that, 19 or 20. But it didn't seem like there was much, I mean, there are a lot more vegan places too, right? Now so. Yeah, I mean, everyone's vegan these days. Not really in the States. Oh, really? Yeah. I'd be surprised. Like, I saw a chicken in your supermarket last time I came, and it was so big, so pumped up of shit. I was like, have dinosaurs come back? That's how, like, our little bre- chicken breasts are about that big. You're, like, I saw what it was absolutely fucking massive. It's crazy, because I don't even think we recognize that as Americans. You know, like, we don't think about that. Like, I know that when you have apples or when you have bananas and there's a four on it, where they have one of those stickers and there's a four on it, I mean, it's been like artificially preserved, something like that. Maybe something that has been stuck into it. Uh-huh. But besides that, with the chickens, like people don't really know that, you know, just because in America, we just think it's normal. Like even the ingredients in McDonald's in the UK is different than yeah. in, the United, in the United States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm scared. I'm sca- like, this is, yeah. I'm scared to eat here. So you haven't really been eating much meat since you've been here? Not really. I kind of don't really know how to figure out the food. The food's so expensive here. Um, I'm staying in my friend's place in the Upper West Side, and so I've kind of done like a little Trader Joe's haul. Yeah, that's basically like the best place you can go to mm. try and save money on like nice whole foods. Okay, so um, let's this this conversation is boring. Joe's. Yeah, um, go ahead. Who do you want to slag off in the comedy industry? <laughs> what does slack off mean? Kill? Slag off. What does that mean? Just be like, bitch. I'm joking. Obviously, you're not going to bitch right, about right, something. Right, right. Or if I would, we would cut it out. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I don't mind. I don't mind anyone right now at this moment. Okay. Okay, well, that conversation lasted ages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did. All right, so what are you most looking forward to being in the United States for the next two weeks? Yeah, week two and a half? Two or three weeks. Two or three weeks. Um, well, do my shows on the 5th and 7th of July at the stand. Do it, just get filming some more clips at the stand in New York Comedy Club. Maybe see if I can get some, get in some other clubs. Just trying to build friends and network and just figure out if I want to move here permanently. That's why I'm, I keep coming over. If you were to move here permanently, though, does that, I'm not sure if you know, does that work differently with a green card? Uh, well, I'm on a no one visa. So, uh, no, it'd be fine. I just apply for another O one, get another three years, and then. If I may, you know, and then you can get the green card after you've had two of those. 
but it's like properly expensive. It's like 20 grand. And if you get married, is it not 20 grand? I don't know. We'll have to ask. We'll have to chat to Kyle. Yeah, we'll ask Kyle. He's like, we should just get married. Where does he live even? I don't, I don't know. I've literally, I've literally, I've literally shared about three messages uh-huh. of him going, oh, you're a stand-up. Can I see you perform? I'm like, not at all. I feel no. like that'd be a great, that'd be no, a great place. No, it'd be awful. I've got a seven minute set about a man that I dated with a stinky cock. Is that the drug dealer we no, went to Asia no. with? Can you touch on that a little bit? If you're comfortable t- talking about that. Um, what do you want to know? Well, what made you move to Asia? Oh, well, uh, I was 21. I think people are dumb at 21. So was that right at the time you graduated high school? Uh, college. You graduated uni at that time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and know, it's not called uni here. It's called like college. Yeah, that's why I say college to help you. I know, but I knew uni and you knew... Co- uh, we are, we're communicating very well, actually. <laughs> so you, moved, you moved there when you were 21. Yeah, yeah. I was, I, was, I was a TV... I was like a kind of like... I was working as a TV presenter about, straight after college doing this show called UK Uncovered, which was like a boozy, boozy show where you'd go into clubs, nightclubs, and it was before YouTube, and you just and you just you just get people to do shit on camera for like Alco Pops. Do you know what Alco Pops are? Alcohol pops? Yeah, like they're like blue drinks called like WKD and they get you smashed. It's like sugary too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And make, yeah. And just, you know, we'd go into like the backwaters in the UK, like places like Yeovil and Swindon, which is like, I don't even know what the equivalent is here. Just like, not the city. And like, we just get people to do disgusting shit. This is like a prank show? It was like... Yeah, so, no it was like a sort of doc like I don't know it was just like a kind of like reality TV like a reality docu thing but it wasn't it wasn't really on TV it was just the the nightclub and the alcohol company just fake to the TV show because they wanted to get people in the clubs on a Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday and this was before YouTube so everyone was just like oh my god TV <laughs> so like, when did you really start comedy then? Uh, 2016 when I got so, uh, but, uh, 2014 when I got sober but I was, I was doing lots of music presenting and stuff like that before then. And then I sort of got together with this guy that used to sell, sell me pot and ecstasy. And then I was like, I think I'm in love with you. And then it, he fucked off to Korea to teach English and invited me along. And then, then ended, up, ended up spending six years out there. So yeah. do you speak any other languages because of that? Not really, no. What was, language was it? Mostly, mostly it was Korean. Oh, yeah, so I spent a year in Korea, and then um, nine eleven happened. Oh, awkward. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's quite US US military heavy over in Korea in South Korea. So that uh, after that, we kind of just yeah, we left, and then we ended up in a place called Taiwan, which is a small island off the coast of China, and um, yeah. And then, like, their dance music scene blew up. So we set up a little production company, and I used to basically interview hip-hop acts that came over from the US are like, DJs. So people like, oh, I don't know, you probably won't even know who, like, people like Carl Cox and people like that, like, British um, DJs. And then, like, people, like, from the the 90s hip-hop scene, like Naughty by Nature, oh, Coolio, okay. 50 Cent. But it was early noughties, right? So 50 was, Cent too? Yeah. Love that. <laughs> Black Eyed Peas. So what did the pandemic look like for you then? Uh, in London, well, London, uh, just, it was just miserable. It was just miserable, wasn't it? Were you working at all? Not really. 
People here were doing Zoom shows. Yeah, I mean, we were doing that as well. It was it was fine. I mean, everyone else was building up their social media accounts and I sort of did half did it and then just sort of got bored. But I'm, I moved like four times during the pandemic. I just I moved to a place called Manchester. I don't go. It's terrible. But um, sorry, Manchester people. It's really rainy there. Yeah, really. It's up north. Yeah, it's rainy. And just to, what did you do during lockdown? Um, I actually was at my dad's house in Long Island. I got really fit during the pandemic. Like I was, yeah, working, I got really out, fit, I was actually. working out like six days a week. No joke. Like at least two hours a day, an hour and a half in the gym and then 30 minutes of running. Yeah. Um, I went vegan over the pandemic, was doing yeah. this podcast. Um, not as much as I would have liked to have done, but I mean, what was, there was nothing going on. Sure. You know, some zoom stuff here and there. Yeah. I mean, I think I, do you know what? I think we beat ourselves, you know, beat ourselves up for being like not as productive. I do not as productive as I wanted to, but I didn't fucking drink and that was good. And, you know, I think a lot of it was just getting through it. Wasn't it? Was it tough for you to not drink at certain points? Yeah. Really tough, especially, with, especially with finances and stuff like that. Um, because <clears throat> everything was just all a bit jumbled at the start of lockdown, and every, do you know what I mean? I don't know what it was like over here, but the government was just a bit like, oh. Were you live, living alone? Yeah, 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 in a little studio flat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do you think Trump's going to get back in? I don't know. That would oh. be mind-boggling if he does. I mean, it is becoming more apparent that people who did vote for Joe Biden really are not happy with voting for him because there's so many negative things that have happened in the eye of the public. You know, like when Trump was president, there were things that were slipping under the rug, maybe because people are like, oh, Trump is so great, whatever. He's doing this great. He's doing this great. When like now Biden, there's so many things that the public are feeling firsthand. You know, like a loaf of bread is more expensive than it was. That's not his fault. And gas prices are more expensive, and people think it's his fault because he's president. Yeah, you know? do you know what that's? Do you know what's really funny is that everyone's blaming the Democrats in the US for for the cost of living, but in the UK, everyone's blaming the Conservatives, which is like the right. So, like here, you're blaming the left, but in the in the UK, we're blaming the right, and we fucking hate Boris. Is he? Yeah, I was going to ask. Is he about to get kicked out of office? No, he's like a little slippery chancer. Honestly, why doesn't he just get like a nice haircut? I don't know because he <laughs> he needs a nice haircut. I know because but he plays a character of the buffoon, like the kind of like the kind of buffoon. Oh, Boris. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, fuck no, oh, it's, it's depressing, isn't it? All of it's depressing. Yeah. Don't worry, Beyonce's released new music. And also, Eleanor Conway has talked dirty to me on July fifth and July seventh at the stand. So check the link in this YouTube video. We'll get the link actually right down here, Thanks. so you can go to the show. Of course. So you're looking forward to it? You're all ready to go? Yeah, I'm working on it. I've been working on a direct with a director, so I'm just re- re- working on it. Okay, is it going to be you the entire time up there yeah. for an hour? You have anyone opening for you and stuff like no, that? No, no, I'm just going to crack on with it. Just to run it like an Edinburgh show. You have a video production situation? I don't know. I was thinking about that today, actually. Okay. Have you got any recommendations? Yes. Let me know if you need people to help you video it. Um, not sure about like the production side and putting it together and That's editing. Fine. I don't know if I could suggest someone for that, but in terms of like filming it high quality, I can definitely give you names of people I who that. I um who I've worked with before. Thanks. Thanks for having me on the show. Eleanor, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, buddy. So guys, you will see Eleanor Conway July 5th and July 7th at The Stand. Check the link in this YouTube video for tickets to that Ted Jones comedy show and tickets to Talk Dirty to Me. I imagine it's going to be amazing. And if I am in the city, which I will be July 5th, I'll actually come downstairs and check you out. Oh, I love it. Thanks. Okay, cool. Thanks so much, guys, for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Bye. Peace.